On episode two of Get Real Whispery, I am extremely excited to introduce one of my close friends to you. And we're going to talk about a topic that honestly, if we talked about every single day, it would not be enough. So today on Get Real Whispery, it is all about getting real about body image. Yes, you heard me right. Body image. All this and more coming up on Get Real Whispery. Okay, so I am sitting here in the studio with a really good friend of mine, and I cannot wait for you guys to meet her. She has a personality that just fills up a room, and she's also somebody that I know is going to shoot it straight. I can't wait to tell you guys some of the things she has said to me, and over the course of our honestly short but deep friendship. So today I have my friend Hillary. Woo woo! Thanks, you spree. <laughs> I'm so excited for everybody to meet you because she is not only larger than life, but she's just a really overall great friend. I know you probably probably makes you blush to hear me say that a little bit, <laughs> but I mean, judging by your intro, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, that makes me sound maybe a little bit more crass. I don't know. Uh, well, but yeah, it's me. So you know, Hillary. You and I actually worked at the same bank years ago, but I think we barely missed each other. I, think like, so too. I worked there in high school um, and went to college the fall of 06, and you came, was it? The 07? fall of 06. So you I came, came the fall of 06, and I went to school about the same time. So we yes. barely missed each other, yep. which is crazy. I know. And then you've moved um, from Harrison, you moved to Northwest Arkansas, to Houston area. Yep. And then you moved back what year? We moved back here uh, the end of 2017. And and then I moved back here in May of 2017. When I see. See, isn't that crazy? That's ironic. Yeah. And then we both worked for the same place. Can you believe that? The same company. We were in different locations, but the same com- overall company. Right. And we saw each other. Right. Yeah. I would come to uh, the location that you worked at every now and then. And so we knew of each other. Right. But not until we started working here did we become close. Right. And I feel like we hit it off pretty easily, pretty quickly. Right. I think our personalities balance each other. I think so. Um, and then I just, I mean, now that you say that out loud, it is crazy. We've worked at three different places, never knowing each other, nope. honestly, like I knowing mean, each other. For me, it might sound cheesy, but those are God moments for me. Absolutely. Like those are things that are not coincidences. You can't that just explain it any other way and I've heard that no matter how cliche it sounds I mean it really he puts people in your path and maybe we just it wasn't the right timing but I just think it's so crazy that um and maybe that's why we've hit it up so easily is because maybe. we were meant to meet yep and we finally did yep you at know? the right time and for me Hillary is that friend that I know that if I need somebody to kind of tell me straight or <laughs> say hey Hillary this is how I'm feeling or this is I'm reacting this way am I overreacting and, and let's note the age difference between you and okay, I because okay. let's talk about that uh, because I honestly feel like that's part of the way I am now um, I'm 38 you are 32, 32. Yep. so that's six years um, you know I've been married for too long 16 years <laughs> you've been in a relationship for eight, for eight. yep um, and then I have kids and you don't have them yet that's so a really good point we are in different spots that's the reason probably why I am like but I am at the same time sometimes you meet people that are in different spots and you just don't click because you have so many differences right. but I don't really feel like any of that has well I'm saying I think that that's why I am how yes, I am is yes. because of my des- my journey right I mean I do shoot it straight most of the time <laughs> 
okay. But also you are, if I need a, a protector or a defender Absolutely. or someone to make me feel like, hey, it's okay to feel that way. Right. You are the first one to go, oh girl. Yeah. Yes. And I've heard that. that. I've heard that um, through people, which makes me feel good because I feel like that's kind of my purpose too. You know, when I help people or even just being a friend, that is something that a lot of people desire in a friend. So that well, makes me feel good. Everybody needs a hype man. I need a hype Heck man. Yeah, girl. I mean, so like that's Hill, me. Hill dog is my hype man. You know, like you, everybody needs one. So she's mine. That's right. Um, so we're gonna talk about body image today, and we're let's cheers with our healthy hub teas. Heck yeah! Did you get the same kind I did? I did well, just about. I got one. Of the, you know me. I don't like watermelon flavoring, right, right. so I changed the watermelon out for something else. But we are drinking our healthy hub teas, which is funny that we're talking about body image. Heck yeah! And we're drinking our healthy teas. Yep. Let's talk about body image, and let's before we. We do that. I want to talk about something you said to me the other day, which is going to make a God. lot of sense whenever we talk about body image and how it affects me and such. What was it that you t- you told me the other day about me? I have a lot of what? Issues? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so this podcast gets to explore all of Spree's issues. <laughs> but, um, and it was funny because I found a picture of a coffee mug and it says I have more issues than Vogue. And that is pretty accurate when pretty it comes on. to me. Yeah. But I say that to say that my body image and the way that I view myself or my self-confidence is definitely one of those issues, but I don't think I'm alone in this. I think that a lot of people struggle with that. 100%. Okay. So Hillary, let's jump into this. Let's get real about body image when you hear those words together that phrase what do you think of what does that make you i know right (laughs) well i think of a lot actually uh this is a big deep subject for me Mm -hmm. um i just a pre-snap because you have to know it before i tell you you gotta know the backstory is my parents were together for seven years I was a surprise, and then they split six weeks after I was born. So I've never really known my parents together. Right. Since then, we did the joint custody thing. So my parents are polar opposites. I'm not really sure how they ever (laughs) were together. And my mother's form of love, I think, came in food. Mm. So um, my biological father... Not so much. Right. And he and my stepmother, who was a dietitian, they blamed a lot of that on my mom. Wow. Um, even though my mom, we never ate out. Like, she never bought little... Like, she there, just it cooked was, a lot and that I mean, kind of thing? it was just one of those things. If I asked for it, she would give it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and so, like, on the way to school, I would always stop and get donuts and chocolate milk. Always. Right. So that was that. I mean, we didn't have it in the house, for sure. We never ate out. Um, It was like every Friday night we had pizza, um, and that was our eating out. Right. So then you go to my dad's, and it was the exact opposite. And I remember at the age of 15 being told by my parents that I was morbidly obese, which, Mm. you know... It may just be, as my stepmom says, that's the terminology, and I understand the terminology. But you're a kid. But as an emotional 15-year-old who already has, I mean, you know, at that that age, we already have those um, self-conscious body image things. Right. You're constantly comparing yourself to other girls, and um, it's a struggle anyway. So that kind of set the tone for my life. Now, that, that does not mean that I became anorexic or bulimic. Uh, but that just means that every since then, it's like anything and everything I'm putting into my mouth, I think about. Right. Um, and so then you fast forward to now. It's been a struggle my whole life 
from 15 to now, um, and I'm 38. So body image to me is a little bit distorted, but I can tell you just because of the personality that I am, I am happy. Yeah. I am healthy and I am happy. And that's all I can say. Right. And you know, people don't understand and they don't realize that your words go a long way. Words hurt. Yeah. Words can hurt more than physical. I mean, the funny, you know, sticks and stones may may break my bones. Words will never hurt me. Yep. Actually, polar opposite. Oh, you know, like the words to me leave lasting scars. And that doesn't that mean, doesn't. you know, it doesn't mean that they didn't love me. Right. But it's like their version of whether you call it love or parenting is very different than what my version is. Right. Were so. you a were you a comfort food like whenever you 100%. get upset would you eat still to this day? See, and I was the polar opposite. So for me, um, I'll be really honest, I grew up with a very high metabolism. I was skinny as can be growing up, and I never really thought about it. You know, I never really had to work out. I never really had to do anything. And then I turned 30. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I never had a booty. Like, I always was had, like, the flat booty. You know what I mean? And I turned 30, and boom, there it is. Like, weight started coming in areas I never thought. I had, if right. that makes sense. Right. And so I'm at the heaviest I've ever been, and I'm by no means large. Right. But it does mess with your brain a little bit when all you've known is one thing and then people that you love and that you care about and that you know care about you say things like, I've never seen that much weight on you or... And it's like, we have a mirror. Right. Okay, so we're facing ourselves every single day anyway. Right. If you telling me that, you think it's it's going to help me, you're wrong. Right. Like, people understand what they have. People understand what they look like. Like that's uh, that's enough right we, we just need to support each other and and offer different ways and you know you and you were here when this situation happened but there was a situation earlier this year um, I brought donuts into the office mm-hmm. and I had made a post um, about uh, the donut truck that I was picking up the donuts from and something about it's a Friday um, spending it the best way or starting it the best way with donuts or something and um, someone commented and said I think it's time to lay off the donuts and <laughs> Honestly, the anxiety in me and the depression in me, like, wanted to kind of go cry it out, you know? Like, that was hurtful. That was not helpful. But at the same time, since then, I've reminded myself, girl, eat that donut. You know, it's okay. And that's where you and I... would differ. Differ. Yes. You would go cry. Yes. And I would confront... And hopefully not. I'm not good assault. at that. I'm not good at that. Um, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So after all those years, and I'll tell you that eventually you'll change. There'll be a straw that'll make you change and it'll break the camel's back. And then you decide, okay, you know, I'm, I'm better than this and I don't deserve this. And this is, I'm going to stick up for myself. I stick up for everybody. Right. Clearly. Uh, but so much stuff that has happened in my life in the last four years, um, has changed me as a person. Right. And so, therefore, I'm not going to let anybody bully me. This is all going to be my decisions. Yeah. What I put in my body is my decision. And if I die tomorrow, know that I'm okay with that. Right. Well, and what's interesting, too, and you've said this before, you're like, we don't eat junk food at home. Nope. You just eat good. Like, you right. guys constantly post photos about the incredible food you're cooking. Right. And so, it's not like you're eating foodies, Cheetos man. and no. donuts right. all the time. Mm-hmm. No, you eat good stuff because yeah. you cook. And I we think, enjoy food. Exactly. My, my husband and I enjoy food, and that's the problem. 
problem. <laughs> and I do too. I mean, I think that's part of my problem too is, you know, my metabolism has slowed and I enjoy food. And, you know, right. when I, when you and I both had COVID and we lost our taste, that was so hard on both of us because oh we gosh. love the taste of food. And like, it just I can't pissed help me it. off to eat because, yeah. <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, you can't taste it. So, what do you do? How do you combat when people do make those comments or, you know, how have you, what have you learned to kind of do besides just, well, I, I do me, you do you, but what have you learned? Like, what help would you tell or give someone out there? That's a good question. I'll tell you that, was it last summer, I think? I remember walking into Harps and this little kid, I, she couldn't have been more than three or four, as I stormed past, um... I heard her say, wow, that lady's huge. And I remember at that moment, like wanting to crawl in a hole and her mother, I acted like I didn't hear it. You know, right. you just keep going because kids are honest. I mean, my kids included. And the mother was mortified. I could tell because she said, what did you just say? You know, and I know she jerked them up. But the thing is, is that what I would tell people, which is hard because in every age you're different. Right. Um, but you're good enough. If you feel good, then you are good enough. Man, that hits me in all the feels. <laughs> it does. Like, I have a husband who loves me. I have kids who love me. I have a you have friends that love you. I mean, fr- I, I have so much support, and it doesn't matter the amount of words anybody says to you. And it's with food. It's with alcohol. It's with drugs. I mean, mm-hmm. until you want to change, you're not going to change. And so just be aware of how your body is. You know, mine has changed in the last few years, and I got diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis. And so my joints, you know, the weight is now physically hurting me. Right. On paper, I look fine. The number, you know, my weight is is large, but um, everything else is normal. You know, right. my glute, so. I'm not boasting that because I'm morbidly obese and I'm still, you know, that I'm cool. No. Do I like it? No. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be. But at the same time, I do know that there are physical things happening in my body that I have no control over. Right. So all I can worry about is what I have control over, which is what I put in my mouth. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to exercise and do right. And the Get Real with Spree podcast will be back in a moment after a word from our sponsor. A creative life moves fast. And in that creative life, marketing and advertising can be overwhelming. Do you want to get connected into the social media pipeline? Do you know where to start? Spree Creative by Design is ready to answer these questions and to take it much further with top-line marketing and consulting, social media management, graphic design, photography, public relations, one-on-one, small business, large business. It's time we find your why, and most importantly, begin telling everyone else. It's time to get real about your current and future customers. It's time to get real with Spree. Recently, you've kind of started on a journey, and you still have a lot more to go on this journey, but tell us about this big thing that you're about to start. Yeah. Uh, So, never say never, okay? Uh, (laughs) Lesson number one. (laughs) That is number one. Um, I think Justin Bieber said it back. Never say never. Um, So, I always said, you know, I'm not cut out for surgery at all. I've had two C-sections, and then I had my gallbladder taken out a couple years ago, which was brutal. Um, So, I remember telling Josh, like I'm never having surgery <laughs> uh, but in the last few years like I say there's been so much changes with me that now I have the opportunity to get weight loss surgery um, and I have been mortified and scared to death um, but I have talked to so many people that have done it 
And I've asked each and every one of them, would you do it again? They all say yes without hesitation. So that is where I am headed. I have finished all of my diagnostics and laboratories and psyche valves. And, now, you know. part of that process is you've really, in the past what couple of weeks, you've really changed your eating yeah. even more so uh, for the better. And I've watched yep. it. You know, I've yep. been here through the whole and process. It's a struggle. Well, and the thing is, it honestly, it inspired me. And because uh, you started a week or two before I did, and then you guys looked at me one day and said, why are you eating differently? And it was for my own reasons, mostly mental health and try to feel better. Right. Um, because what you fuel your brain and your uh, yep. body with really does it. count. Mm-hmm. But you have made a huge strides and you've lost some weight because of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and and, and I know it's not all about the number, no. but it does help. No. Yeah. No. I, I've never been a numbers girl. It's really how I feel right. and how my pants fit and all that stuff. Uh, but I did tell when I had my psyche bell on Sunday, I told the lady um she asked about support and i said i'll tell you that um you know i've got tons of friends and family that are supportive i said but really my work i've got two co-workers that have really jumped on board and i said i didn't ask them to they i don't they don't think they did it for me but having them also on this journey it's really it helps it gives you it gives you that extra umph that uh you need to get through that day and i'm literally taking it a day at a time sometimes a meal at a time right sometimes a minute at a time you know whatever right. it takes that's what it takes well that makes my heart smile because i think it's interesting we describe ourselves as a little dysfunctional family but a family around 100%. here and i think that we kind of did we all just kind of saw that each other wanted to accomplish something mm-hmm. and we just kind of joined alongside each other and I feel better I know I have a long way to go um, but uh, myself and the intern Ty around here we went on a little competition and we cut out soda and we cut out coffee and different things and you know I know that I will eventually bring some of those things back into my diet yeah but I've also proved to myself that I can do it without right. it and so it's all about moderation well and it's all about your lifestyle right like I, I can tell you that I'm never not going to have alcohol again. I'm going to tell you that I'm never not going to want a cookie. Right. Um, But I'm just saying that it starts here in, in your mental state. And if you can get that, you know then you can you can really conquer the world and you and i are big healthy hubbers so we oh. like to get our teas and our shakes from healthy hub as much as we can you this is your fault it is because you is. I started, started me on this crap I but did. i will tell you i haven't had a dr pepper or any soda in months wow um and my coffee is very limited i haven't been getting iced coffees and i might get you know i might drink black coffee here with a little bit of creamer but um it's these yes and the these teas. are good for you they you are. know they're not it's not anything bad but yeah addicted so one one last question before we wrap up um you know you have two um kids at home you have Mm -hmm. kylie who's a teenager and you have Mm -hmm. hudson with kind of hoots around here Mm -hmm. um who is in elementary school how does what you've been through in your story impact how you talk about body image or how you relate to them on that level well, it's funny that you say that. I took my experience and I think I split the difference between both parents. Yeah. It's necessary to make them aware right. of certain things. Um, but I will never, I will <laughs> never tell either one of my children they need to lose weight or that they're fat or that they're anything. Right. Um, because I know that they have a mirror. Um, with Kylie and her personality, we can joke around and, you know, if she eats 
a tray of brownies, I can joke with her because obviously she's very active and she's not, you know, so I'm like, okay, fatty, you know, I could just smell the brownies and, you know, it's just not right. fair. Um, and with Hudson, I've even noticed him at nine. Um, he'll say things like, I'm chubby, you know, because Aww. he hasn't, uh, you know, with COVID, right. he's not really been in the sports since football. And so, yeah, sitting around playing games. But we never, ever, I don't restrict what they eat unless it's sugar. Right. And I always, uh, I'm always positive about it. So as long as they can keep moving, I just try to make them aware of healthy choices. And I want to say, too, I want to say that body image, a lot of times when we think about body image, we think of obesity and we think of being fat but there is a such thing as body shaming not only on that aspect but when people are too skinny I mean I remember being a size zero in high school and people making comments which blows my mind and because being on the opposite end of that spectrum, I cannot even fathom yep. someone making fun of someone. And, and the thing is, is like at the time I had no control over anything. I had a ridiculously high metabolism and I happened to be skinny and I have a different relationship with food. Um, I did have an eating disorder in college, but it really was nothing to do with my body image. It had more to do with anxiety and depression. And that was my coping mechanism was not to put food in my mouth. And I will tell you, it's gotten a lot better over the years, but that's something I'm going to constantly struggle with with if I'm at home alone for several days by myself even the past couple of days when I've been iced in I found myself not really wanting to cook like not having the motivation to cook and then haven't eaten in a long time and my stomach is growling and that is just something that I struggle with yeah especially if I get anxious or depressed that is my coping mechanism and so 110 percent but I've always said I've never necessarily had the looking in the mirror and oh I gotta stop eating it was more of a coping mechanism when it came to those things Mm -hmm. um but I do think that there were aspects where oh I'm losing weight let Mm -hmm. me keep this going well because I'm a human and and also when you eat I mean there's like scientific like there's dopamine Mm -hmm. and all the so I feel like when my mom would give me what I want I can also associate that with Oh, this makes me feel good. Right. But if you look at even culture in America, we eat because we're happy. Yes. We celebrate and we because have, we and eat. we have cake and we have cupcakes. When, we're all celebrating. When we're sad, we, we go out and eat. Go get ice cream. We drink. I mean, yeah. there are. it's all related to any emotion. Sad, mad, happy, excited, anxious. You know, it just depends on what your outlet is. I had an eating disorder, too. It's called overeating. Right. Like, you know, I mean, I didn't, couldn't stand to not eat, nor do I want to throw something up. But my aunt and I had a very brief discussion, and she, she does the same thing as you. I mean, when she's anxious or when she's depressed or when she's stressed, she doesn't eat. As opposed to me, I feel like, whether it's true or not they will make me feel better right right. and it's a constant struggle and I told the therapist that on Sunday I said you know it's weird because I used to be a control freak on everything my husband can attest to that (laughs) and then in the last few years I've had to rewire my brain but I still find it odd that if I can control all this why can't I control that right Um, because you're human but part of me you know it's physically it's my body you know the chemical makeup of my body Uh, but the other part it just makes me angry that I can't so when I say the word diet like it it immediately pisses me off right because I don't want to let myself down and failure to me I think is is the problem yeah even though it happens and you learn from it but that's in my mental state if I say I'm on a diet and then I do eat a cookie then that pisses me off (laughs) 
<laughs> and oh, it that's sends right. me yeah it sends me down a shame spiral so right. i'm hoping that short of wiring my mouth shut <laughs> um that this this will help me control that a bit and is it uh tentatively scheduled for march is that when tentatively? yeah she, well she called me um and i did not answer it but i have got to call her now and then um we make the schedule because i have to have a pre-op appointment the same week of the surgery and there's a lot that goes into it so like i have to make sure it's at the right time but yeah right. I, it, it's going to be anywhere from four to six weeks out so come back and we'll follow you through Absolutely. this journey i think this number one i'm proud of you for taking this Thank step you. and yes, um, i am very very thankful and blessed to have you in my life so i'm excited to see where this takes you and you know we're we're not done with this journey together and it we're gonna keep going and keep plugging along yep, so we got to uh thank you so much hillary for being here today Thanks, i appreciate it Thank you so much for joining us today on Get Real with Spree. More to come next time.